1: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Hard shot fair inside the bag, down the line, headed to the corner, hugging the sidewall deep into the corner. That'll allow Escobar to come on in. Turner legging for three. He slides in with his third triple of the year. This is BetQL Daily from
2: BetQL. Almost four and a half hours away from today's MLB trade deadline. The countdown is on. There are some big names that we expect to be moved uh, coming up at some point this afternoon. Joe Ostrowski and Jared Smith in for Joe Giglio today on BetQL Daily via the BetQL Network. And let's bring in Odyssey MLB insider Cody Decker at Decker6 on Twitter and insider calls presented by betql get access to data and insights and sports books don't want you to see bet smarter beat the books download the betql app or visit betql.com today cody appreciate your time as always dodgers a big story yesterday chips are in scherzer trey turner what did that tell you
1: What did that tell me? It told me that the one, the MLB Futures, is even more behind the Dodgers than it ever was. They now have the best three-headed monster maybe in baseball of the last 20 years. This is absurd. This is not just kind of a gambit. This was a full-on fleecing of Major League Baseball. Not to mention, have you ever... Ever, and I mean this in the bottom of my heart, and I'm wearing a San Diego Padres shirt today just because I'm I'm in full support of this team right now. Have you ever seen AJ Preller out fleeced by anyone other than the Tampa Bay Rays? They they out fleece everybody, but outside mm. of that, have you ever seen this happen to AJ Preller?
3: No, I, I can't say. And and I, you're bringing the heat already, Cody, because I you know you got the shirt, drinking the you know I don't know if there is there any energy drinks? is there caffeine in those drinks or are you just. Are you kidding me? It's uh, no. Come on, you kidding me? I have to calm my nerves right now. This
1: is pure vodka, practically. I got to calm down because I can't believe what we've been seeing these last couple of days. This has been the most active uh, trade deadline I have ever seen, and we've had some exciting trade deadlines, but I've never seen such a high quality and high amount quantity of top end superstars trading teams right now it's just insane schwarber to boston rizzo to new york just everyone everywhere i love it Mm. uh does this mean the dodgers
2: even though they're three games back and they're minus 210 to win the division three games back
1: does this mean they're gonna win the division in uh no more bauer this year right no more Bauer this year. I'd, I'd, I'd be yeah. absolutely shocked if you see Trevor Bauer in a, uh, not just a Dodger uniform, but I'd be shocked if you see Trevor Bauer in a baseball uniform in the next year and a half to two years, wow. if ever again. I would be very surprised. However, yeah, the Dodgers right now, I think they're a surefire uh, pick to not only win that division but win the World Series. I've been saying all year, they are the best team in baseball. Unfortunately, they've just dealt with injuries along with everybody else. I mean, this has been a very injury-prone season first year right after a 60 game season, you know, we knew we were going to deal with injuries, but the arm injuries really started coming into play especially in this last month and a half on the crackdown on the substances. You know, it's been a very unique year. However, the Dodgers just rebolstering their thing and I the only thing I'm against is everyone saying Dodgers are trying to buy this championship. Listen, the Dodgers had legitimate needs. They've lost a lot of their starting pitching. May out for the year, Bauer out for forever apparently I mean there's just they have lost guys not to mention losing Seager most of this year now you get that you get your hands on Trey Turner while Seager comes back this is a bolstered team these are brilliant moves really are just brilliant moves as much as you want to say the Dodgers are trying to buy a championship at the end of the day this is about winning a championship and the Dodgers don't want the Padres to win a championship
3: it's really tough to you know Say that you're buying a team or buying a championship, considering all of the you're you're right holes and injuries and needs uh, that LA has. Um, it, to the other side of the coin, San Diego, what is the mindset now? You, you thought you were gonna get Scherzer, you didn't. Now you maybe get a consolation prize today with Barrios, but is this team as constructed right now with what the Dodgers just did? Is there a negative, you know, hue around this team and aura uh, thinking that, again, we're going to get outclassed and, you know, out outbought by the team across town or down, you know, up the road? You know, I I know for every Padre fan, it probably
1: looks very bleak at the moment. But, you know, you mentioned Berrios. Berrios is not a consolation prize. That guy is a top tier starting pitcher. Sure. I I truly think A.J. Preller is going to get his hands on Bolt Berrios, and I wouldn't be shocked if he goes right after everyone else available. I wouldn't be shocked (laughs) if he goes after Craig Kimbrell at this point. I wouldn't be shocked if he just grabs Bryant just to grab him. I I can see the Padres making some very serious moves in these next three hours just to answer back from the Dodgers, because every move that the Padres made this offseason was simply A.J. Preller, and it was described to me to this tee. He looked at the Dodgers roster and looked at his roster and says – where are we not beating them? And he just said starting pitching and that's why he went after you Darvish and Blake Snell and gave yeah. up the farm for Blake Snell. Uh, so that, that they're just want to beat the Dodgers. I don't even think they think about the Giants who are at the top of the NL West, which is the weirdest thing in the world. Giants just took another two out of three from the Dodgers these last three days. This is going to get very, very interesting, but this is gonna be two these are gonna be three 95 plus teams in the playoffs. The only downside is two of these 95 plus teams are only going to get one game playoff.
2: With Odyssey MLB Insider Cody Decker, this is Joe Ostrowski, Jared Smith, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Uh, what about the Yankees? Took a lot of headlines over the last couple of days. They add Gallo. They're not done there. More left-handed pop. They add Anthony Rizzo yesterday from the Cubs. They're twenty-two to one to win the World Series. Their path is likely the wild card, but at twenty-two to one, can you see this
1: Yank squad making a run? Yes I do, but I don't think they will. I mean, I think it's I think you're playing with fire with this. This is a team that really still needs to bolster their bullpen. They need some starters as well. They could still make a move or two. Like you said, is still out there and you know Cashman is out there willing to spend anything it takes to get his hands on some more pieces. However, I just don't see them catching up to the Rays. And right now the Red Sox making that move yesterday as well. I really like what the Red Sox have been doing. That offense has been very, very powerful. I do hope they get their hands on another arm. But the Rays going out and getting Nelly Cruz is not a small move. And it's a very anti-Rays move. You know, the Rays don't go out and get a big bopper, they, but they just went out and got a, their hands on another guy that's just another way to beat you. And the Yankees, I've described, I believe I described on your show last week, they're like George Foreman in his 50s. Like he they they don't do anything, no finesse, they barely get on base. However, one knockout blow will win them the championship. So I would never sleep on the Yankees. I like both moves they made. I love Gallo to that team. That would to me that came kind of came out of nowhere after the Padres failed on getting him. And then on top of that, Rizzo was a great pick. They need a first baseman, they need a left-handed bat that can go around the top of the lineup, not to mention. Rizzo is just a good ball player, and it just brings a lot to that clubhouse as well. So I really think those moves yesterday were fantastic. I thought the Yankees were going to end up with Eric Hosmer. I honestly think they went with even better with Anthony Rizzo.
3: I know it was 10 years ago, but Nelson Cruz was the MVP of the ALCS. He's had an unbelievable postseason career, and he's going to get plenty of opportunities in the postseason, I think, uh, this fall with Tampa Bay. So that is a very impactful bat, and we know that Tampa Bay can serve pitch. Um, I, there's a really interesting series tonight taking place out West between the Giants uh, and the Astros. And I, I think both teams have different claims to maybe their postseason, uh, you know, rights, uh, San Francisco, I would say still hanging on barely by a thread, you know, to in the West. Houston has the pedigree. Uh, do you, do you think we learn anything, you know, with both of these teams post uh, trade deadline this week? Uh, you know, those teams squaring off in San Francisco.
1: The next three hours is going to be that really shows me where the Giants are going, because the thing is, the Giants are in first place, and you know the Padres and Dodgers will not stop until they win this division. The Giants, as of right now, are borderline standing pat, which is a little surprising to me. I thought they were going to be the team that ended up with Max Scherzer. Now, yeah, the huge series this week, but I think every series going forward for the Giants is a huge series because they got two of the best nipping at their heels at all times. I, I really I'm really worry that the Giants are going to kind of fall off in these next month and a half.
2: I want to go back to uh, this Rizzo fit on the Yankees for a minute. Uh, we addressed this briefly earlier in the show, but you can tell us as a guy that's been in the clubhouse. We know what Rizzo brings on the field, mm-hmm. but does it matter uh, that he's won in the past? Does it matter that he was a leader with the club Cubs? He's a new guy with the Yankees. I don't know how much leadership he's going to have that. The media talks about that
1: stuff a lot, but does that stuff matter? Yes, it does, but not nearly as much as you might think. You know, the Yankees is a team filled with a lot of veterans. However, adding another veteran guy like Anthony Rizzo, who does come with a lot of respect and clout behind him. You know, This guy's been around. He's you know, he a cancer survivor. He's been in the big leagues for about the last decade. He's had all-star seasons, borderline MVP seasons. And again, like you just said, he's got a ring, which no one in that clubhouse currently has. So the Yankees... I really think got one hell of a pick with uh, Anthony Rizzo. I think it was way better than the pick of going after what I thought they were going to get of Eric Hosmer. short-term rental. Luke Voigt will come back at some point, I'm sure, and that's the plan. He's just going to supplement the absence of Luke Voigt for the time being. But I I, I think he brings a lot more to the table than just what's on the field. And I know – it's kind of unquantifiable. I know it's something that's kind of talked about ad nauseum in the media, but you can't really put a number on it. But trust me, it it brings so much more to the table, just that experience alone. Maybe there's a young guy in that clubhouse who grew up watching Anthony Rizzo. You'd be surprised how much that does for a guy being able to play with one of his idols. I got an opportunity to do the same thing. I got to play with Sean Green, and Sean Green was one of my favorite players. And the whole time I played with Sean Green hitting behind me in the lineup, I was starstruck.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Mets tonight send Carrasco to the mound for the first time. Um, I, I, it's been one of the weirdest odds lines of the day. It, the Mets, obviously, you would expect them to be active over the next few hours. How does Carrasco coming back today, it, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get, but does that impact how the Mets feel about the deadline? And do you think that the Mets making a move is, is you know, going to happen?
1: I think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to pull down any major impact arms, however. I think the the price tag now on certain impact arms is just getting too high for the Mets. However, I do think they're going to end up with Baez and uh, Bryant. And or Bryant, I'm sorry. They're going to get one of the two. (laughs) They're not getting both. I apologize. They're going to get one of the two. And I do think if they are going to get an arm, it's not going to be Kimbrel. It might be Zach Davies. I could see a package deal coming to the Mets for either – Davies and Bryant or Davies and Baez all of which are good solid fits the Mets just need to pull the trigger and they need to pull the trigger now you host a lot on
2: 670 the score I think most people were surprised uh that Rizzo was the first also a little surprised that Rizzo went many thought he would go down with the ship uh but you just threw Baez out there I I mean if you're selling off all these pieces we all know Bryant and Kimbrough are going somewhere today what What's the upside in holding on to Bias If you
1: really want him, you can go sign him at the end of the season. It just really seems like there's no upside to holding on to anyone at this point. And they've even said earlier in the year they're not against doing something similar to what You know, the Yankees did with Chapman a couple of years with the Chicago Cubs. You know, they sent sent him over to Chicago as a rental and the offseason hits and Chapman signed right back with the Yankees. That is something that could happen with, say, a Baez or a Rizzo. But I will completely agree with you. I never thought at any point we'd see Rizzo in a different uniform, even as a rental. But I do think he's going to be coming back to Chicago this next offseason. Baez, however, I'm not certain you're going to see Baez back in Chicago. He's already put it out in the press that he wants to be a Met. Well, as cheap as Ricketts has been over the last couple of years, now if they're all out of town, I don't know that they're going to bring any of them back. How can you at this point? It feels like – I don't know if this is true or not, but looking at this from the outside, looking in – does it not feel like there's a little bit of bad blood taking place between players and this organization? There's just something about this is this felt off for the last month specifically. It seemed like the players just act. The, it's like the players gave up because the organization gave up on them. And that's what I've been watching in Wrigley all season, especially this last month and a half. This was a team that a month ago was in first place by three games.
2: Yep. Yep. They're, they're finally doing what they, what they had to do. The problem is that- they're not getting a ton, but Jed Hoyer's doing what he can. They, they just wait yeah. way too long, way too long to do it. Odyssey MLB insider Cody Decker. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help uh, us all make better bets. The real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Make sure you're following Cody on Twitter at Decker6. Thanks, Cody. It's going to be a wild afternoon, isn't it?
1: It really is. Come on, Padres. Do something ridiculous. <laughs> Get
2: everyone. Everyone. You've got to do it. Yeah, you've got to do it. Thank you, Cody. Um, boy, it seems like the Cubs. I wasn't sure how the market was going to shape up, if there would be good a question activity. Uh, e- but even though the buyers know that the Cubs are desperate to move on from Bryant, move on from Kimberl, the Twins should be desperate to move on from Barrios, but I don't know if that's the case. It's still good for the buyers because you can kind of create this market, and we saw it yesterday
3: between the Yankees and the Red Sox. The irony is, what was it, three years ago, four years ago, when the Cubs made the move for Chapman and and, and Glaber? um, It's kind of the opposite of that now. And is there a Glaber-Torres-type prospect out there that a team is willing to part with for a guy like Chris Bryant, I, I don't think so, but he, when the clock gets closer to midnight before it strikes, um, maybe the desperation sinks in. But there is a hue of irony um, that these rental players are so uh, you know available right now on the Cubs when it was the other way around uh, just a few years ago.
2: Did I hear that correctly from Cody that we might not see Trevor Bauer pitch for one and a half? To that
3: I, I wanted to follow up there, but I don't. I, I felt that there might be some legal things that we probably can't really decipher at this point. But that would be. Right. I mean, think about it. The guy just signed what a two hundred fifty-three million dollar contract. He last half a season. Unbelievable. Wow.
2: Uh, That's Jared Smith in for Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we've got our lightning bets. We're going to go around the horn, give you the best bets of the day. So keep it locked. I'm BetQL Daily from BetQL.